Welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast, the show for short-term rental professionals, hosts, and owners worldwide. I'm your host, Elaine Watts, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies, top tools and resources, and interviews with leading industry experts and successful holiday homeowners. We ask them to pull back the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Are you ready? Here we go. Now this is a really in-depth podcast so I would suggest you get a cup of coffee and a notebook and get ready to start learning some serious marketing skills. Now the lady that joins me today, Sonia Leeson, has a background in hospitality and marketing, the perfect combination. So she talks us through her background and what she used to do for that hospitality business in order to gain exposure and how she has moved now into marketing full time. Because her background is marketing and she's got a lot to share with us today, we delve into exactly some of the marketing terms that you may not yet be familiar with, but she really breaks it down into step by step from the foundation and knowing who it is that you're talking to and who it is that you're wanting to invite to stay at your property to really reaching out and pulling this audience in and how to treat them and how to get them, first of all, to come and and show their interest, and then how to get them to make that booking with you. So really enjoy this episode. I loved every minute of talking to Sonia, and she really does drop some value bombs. So enjoy it, and I'll speak to you again at the end. And so I'm hugely excited today to be able to welcome Sonia Leeson to the Holiday Let Success podcast from Love Mondays. Now, Sonia is the founder of Love Mondays, which is a business consultancy that focuses on fast growth culture in small businesses. Her background and knowledge of social media marketing and branding is just the beginning of what happens over there at Love Mondays, where growing businesses from lead right through to delivery is their focus. And I know she's got some great skills to share with us today. (laughs) So I'm super excited to welcome you. Sonia, how are you? Hi, Elaine. How are you doing? I'm really well, thanks. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It's a pleasure, our pleasure entirely. Thank you for in, for joining us today. So why don't we start off with a little bit about you. Tell us a bit about your background and how you got started out in your industry. Yep, so I've got quite an, an interesting life story in that um, I left home at 16, I was pregnant by 17 and worked my way up from homeless hostels and really I threw myself into business and into my career. I just, I absolutely loved it and uh, worked my way kind of through loads of corporate jobs and all of that stuff. And then um, after my son got ill in 2012, I just decided that I needed a bit more. I wanted to kind of have my life for myself. And I'm sure a lot of people who go into business kind of feel the same. They start businesses because they want to have a bit more control uh, over their lives. So I uh, took all of my experience. I'd always worked in sales and marketing and advertising and took all of my experience and kind of put that into my business. Um, So I set up Love Mondays in 2014. um, But before that, I had actually owned a self-catering and bed and breakfast accommodation business too. Um, So that's why it's perfect to be on this podcast, because it really kind of calls upon everything that I've kind of experienced in my career up to this point. Exactly. I was so excited. So, well, first of all, it was absolutely amazing to to meet you, Sonia. We we've met at Toastmasters in Worcester. We yeah. both are members of Worcester Speakers, and I know I've met you in a few different places around Worcester, different networking events, big do's, things like that. So when I when I started chatting to to Sonia and found out first of all about her business and then that she's run a successful <laughs> bed and breakfast as well I was like, well you've got to come onto the podcast it's really good to have you here I've um, kind of done a lot of things <laughs> yeah and and I genuinely we we haven't spoken in person about that amazing start that you you had it's just been so so difficult moving between hostels but and uh, you know I'll, I'll ask you about that when we're not in the podcast because I will that's just amazing. I'm bowled away, absolutely bowled over by the the way that you you started and and got to where you are now with such a such a difficult start. So amazing. 
thank you it's do you know what it's really fed into everything that I do I really believe that our lives are all content and I've just really taken the content of everything that I've learned over that time and put it into I really feel like I've honed everything and put it into my business um, and I think when people do that and that's maybe something that people can take away from this as well this is what we do for our clients is we really try and get people's purpose into their business and it really just gives them a, another kind of edge for their marketing and also uh, gives them purpose to get up in the morning you know through the tough times when you're not really feeling it if you've got that purpose it really kind of drives you I believe yeah I, I absolutely 100% agree with that and and really that leads us into my next question which is tell us a little bit more about that role that you have within Love Mondays and, and when you actually launched Yep, so I am director. We've got a really, really skilled team and I'm really, really blessed to work with the people that we work with. So we are able to take businesses, grow businesses from lead all the way through to delivery. So what that means is we will, like I said, we, well, we've got a five stage uh, methodology which is scale so first step is we situate the business where you are your purpose and your story and where you want to be and then we move through to how to communicate that online so that's to do with web builds uh, sales copy how to structure your websites your advertising um, pay-per-click all of that kind of stuff we then move through to automation. So we help businesses to automate all of the admin because I truly don't believe that you can innovate and do what you do well if you're bogged down with auto, with with admin that really can be automated. So we build various funnels, which I know we've had conversations about yeah. as well, Elaine. Um, sales and marketing funnels, all sorts of stuff just to help the business to free them up from that admin. And then after that, we move through to team development work. So I'm certified in dis psychometrics and five behaviors of a cohesive team which basically means that we liberate and then elevate your business so we liberate your teams we get them free of all the admin and then we actually align them to their perfect roles and this works really well with business owners as well um, because I think as business owners we try and be everything and I know the type of person that I am I'm not great with detail but I am really ideas driven so I try and make sure that I take on people who are really good with detail so that then I can be freed up to do the stuff that I'm good at and just having those really simple changes even for business owners if if they're really feeling as though they're really struggling uphill to try and do the admin or you know they're really struggling to get ideas actually that isn't a negative it just means that your strengths are elsewhere so it's about um, aligning everything and aligning the people to their strengths um, and then plugging the gaps either with technology and automation or with taking on other members of of staff to to kind of build that cohesive team and structure the business um properly like all the way through that is so brilliant to hear <laughs> I, I love the way that you've you've guided people through the the beginning to end process and some of those elements I'm just I'm always on about in the, on the podcast like particularly the systemization and yep. the taking out of those repetitive tasks and you put it far better than I've been putting it so amazing thank you um and the the automation and then I love the the not it's not a negative if you're struggling with something just find it's just a case of finding a different way of doing things so that's yeah great news for a lot of listeners it's really tough isn't it I mean I I know myself uh, like I said I'm not great with details so things like bookkeeping I was putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and then I'd be three months down the line and think oh my god I've got to do three months work worth of bookkeeping and actually the best thing I ever did was just say this isn't me I just need to get rid of it and you just feel so liberated when you release yourself from that from that and you work with somebody who you know that you can work well with it just frees you up to do the things that you're really good at and I really believe that businesses can step away from their competitors if they focus on what they're really good at and that becomes their unique selling point then that is yeah that's absolutely true that's absolutely brilliant so then we we've started to, to see that there are different sides of love mondays as, as the business transformation is it's more than just the social media marketing and branding what other areas do you focus on at love mondays that are really helping helping businesses to move forward say they've removed all of these repetitive tasks and then you can help them with funnels and the actual marketing side is that right we'll draw on some of your um your knowledge today yeah that's right so um I mean we see branding as everything from what your website looks like to how you answer the phone and I think when you align to your 
purpose and you align to the things that you're good at or your unique selling points it makes branding in that sense a lot easier because you know the types of customers you want to work with and I think one of the bravest things that business owners can do is actually niche so many people think oh my gosh if I say I'm only gonna have x y and z type of people as clients they feel like they're going to lose a lot of revenue but actually the opposite happens actually you tend to find that you get a lot more business because the right types of people are attracted to your business um the right types of suppliers are attracted to your business people pay you on time because they're just so much more um kind of invested in what you're doing so yeah it's really far reaching and then in terms of the automation and all of the other stuff we have a team of absolutely fab people who work with active campaign infusion soft it just depends on how big the funnels need to be but I mean there's even free tools I don't know if you've heard of funnelytics but yeah. that's a that's a free tool which I believe is funnelytics.io that's a free tool where businesses can go on on um, and literally just drag and drop there's there's even free funnels on there so that you can build an email marketing campaign and automate that um, so yeah there's loads of free tools and we try and help businesses to to streamline everything but save at the same time so if we can do something for free we'll do it for free <laughs> yeah that I love that approach absolutely brilliant especially small holiday homeowners who are just getting started they might be thinking oh my goodness how am I going to do all of this all this everything's going to cost you money it actually doesn't actually have to cost you money there are a load of free tools out there as you've just mentioned from the funnel side of things and just to give a quick overview for people who are very new to marketing and have not come across what on earth is a funnel yeah. it is a way of guiding and you can correct me on this because you're even you're really good at this. oh no you're if, quite an expert if, if we if we were to talk about the funnel as the the route that you want people to take as someone who say arrives on your website so if if you were to offer them a competition to enter or a way to download something for free which I've talked about on other podcasts then once their email address comes across to you they've expressed an interest in either your area your business so you already know they might want to come and stay in your holiday home they've just entered a competition to to win a stay there or say they've downloaded a free guide, you already know they're interested in your area because they've downloaded a free guide on your area. And it's what happens to that guest or potential guest after then. So they enter into your email marketing list, you then guide them through a series of emails that guides them to what you want them ultimately to do. So in our case as holiday homeowners, we want them to make a booking. So it's guiding them carefully along through a series of emails that will eventually hopefully lead them to to book with you yeah exactly. is that fair yeah and exactly so <clears throat> also these people like you said that have expressed any kind of interest or been on the website they're obviously this is how you get your conversions to be really high because I mean you could put an advert out on Facebook and you might get a thousand people actually of those thousand people you might only find that 10% of those are actually interested so I suppose when you do think of a funnel as in the actual kind of kitchen funnel implement um, you get loads of people coming in at the top and actually how do you turn those loads of people into to your people that are actually staying so it's turning a thousand people into 10 or however many you want to convert into your holiday homes perfect yeah it makes it makes sense and I, I will make sure that I link up in the show notes I will put an explanation of the what funnels are pay-per-clicks all these different terms which we're going to be talking about today with Sonia some of it's it's quite a lot of marketing terms aren't they yeah so, they are I suppose for somebody who's starting out or somebody who hasn't got anything structured at the moment the most simple way I would say is to set up probably a Facebook page send that through to a website and it doesn't have to be an expensive website you can just have a really simple kind of brochure site just with your basic information and your contact information and a contact form um, and that probably would be a real the, the, the most basic of funnels because you're driving your traffic from Facebook to a contact page on the website and then obviously they can email you from there so that would be a really basic funnel then I suppose the next step would to be would be to add a landing page where people can go directly to the landing page and that feeds into your email marketing list so I suppose the three would be Facebook website email list and, and landing page and you can do 
that all quite cheap you know cheaply or even for free if you've got the time to do it yourself most definitely and and I will I will put all of these terms onto the show notes page for for Sonia's show notes page and you can access that at hlspod.com forward slash love Mondays so anything we've talked about today that's maybe a bit new I'll make sure it's all on that page so you can reread it and of course you can re-listen to the podcast again and always shout if you are struggling just give me a shout you can catch us in the Facebook group and you'll hear about that at the end of, of the podcast too okay so Sonia you've got great information here so far we've had a quick look at exactly what branding is and can you can you just Go over that one more time, just for anybody who might have missed exactly what you talk about branding as. Yep. So it would be aligning everything. Um, So say, for instance, you wanted, I'll use my business as an example. We really focused on business people who were coming. So we were based in Malvern and the Three Counties Showground is quite quite a big um, kind of location that people were needing hotels because they were coming to shows for three days and obviously needed to stay close by because quite often they're not finishing until late and they have to be back on site quite early in the morning. So that was our niche, really. We kind of wanted to go for people that were travelling into the area, um, staying for a couple of nights and, and then obviously going. And so we were close by and it was perfect. So that's how we kind of positioned it. So our branding would always be around... Um, making sure that we are attracting those types of customers. So how we answered the phone, how we worded our website, um, even our logo to a certain degree, we, we kind of made sure that it was acceptable for businesses to put our invoices through their books, if that makes sense. So branding can be everything from what your logo looks like to how you answer the phone. And I suppose with business people, as an example, if you answer the phone going, hello, they're probably <laughs> not going to come and come and stay with you so so your brand really needs to reflect who you're speaking to and your target market um so that's how I would kind of wrap it up in in quite simple terms yeah that's Uh, really good and so if we were to look at it from a few different holiday homeowners perspectives or you've covered that you could be talking to a business person another example could be your holiday home might be specifically for set up perfectly for families or it could be set up perfectly for couples who might want to come away on a, a, a break just away from everything so does that give a good a few different examples for holiday homeowners yeah and I suppose if you take families you might want to include um colors in your logo in your website um you might you might want to make sure that you've got something really prominent on your front page which could be a kids club or um you know families can hire bicycles or whatever it is whatever that is that is speaking to your market make sure that that's the the focus of your whole brand so your colors your colors that you choose maybe for business people you might have a lot of grays and blues maybe for families it could be very primary colors so so there's a lot to kind of think about but actually when when you kind of put it in simple terms it's it's actually quite easy once you know who you're speaking to and I think that's the key of branding is to make sure you know who you're speaking to before you embark on any of the of the rest of the stuff really yeah that's that's really I think the way that that we've been able to break that down is actually going to give a bit more of an understanding to listeners who are thinking branding I don't even know what that means but the way that you've managed to to explain that I hope that listeners can start to see actually it doesn't have to be an enormous spend on a big branding agency it can be as simple as very carefully deciding who it is you want to come and stay in your holiday home and making sure you're speaking to them. Absolutely. And again, a lover of free tools, there is a website called Canva, which is C-A-N-V-A, and they have free, I think, well, actually, I put $10 on there about six months ago, and I still got about $8 left. But they do free templates for logos they give you free logos there's free flyers uh, designs business card designs anything you can think of letterheads anything that you can think of there's templates on that website and it's all completely free unless you want um 
paid for photograph and there's loads of free photographs but if you want a, a different photograph that is paid for then you can use your dollar in your uh, in your account but yeah canva is a great free tool and if you haven't got a logo and you haven't got the money to spend on a logo just go over to canva and you can change all the images it's all done in the web browser so anybody can access that yeah absolutely I'm a huge I absolutely love Canva I just think yeah. it's absolutely it's brilliant it's accessible and I've actually created a, a small course on how to get going with Canva it's only 27 pounds and you can find that at hlspod.com forward slash Canva and you can find out exactly how to use Canva and some really good tips and tricks that I've learned along the way just to make your graphics look really professional Oh, so that's grab brilliant. that yes I got slightly obsessed with it should we say <laughs> I'm the same I use it all the time I use yeah. it all the time it's brilliant and it's so quick because there's yeah. there's always something that matches in and that's that's I suppose the other thing about branding don't be afraid to go with what you love and what I try and say to our clients is be yourself because that's what stands you apart from your competitors so if you love purple go with purple you know if you if you love red go with red don't be afraid because actually that's going to attract the right types of people to you because you'll attract people that love purple you'll attract people and it sounds really simple but actually when you do all of these things in into your own core reasons why to do them it just makes everything so much easier because you've got that basis to start from it I think it's when people try and be like their competitors or try and do what everyone else is doing that that's kind of where they get a little bit lost so I'd really yeah. encourage people to do what's right for them and their businesses really yeah really good advice now say we are at the point where we have got a type of branding cohesive branding in place and we are wanting to start to speak to potential guests using social media and I know that you run a lot of social media accounts for, for a great many small businesses firstly can you give us a bit of an idea about how to find the most effective platform for the small businesses that you work with how do you help them find out where they should really be focusing their attention on social media because there's that many platforms when you first get going you start thinking I need to be over here I need to be on Facebook I need to be on Twitter I need to be on YouTube I need to be doing this and then and it can just get ridiculously overwhelming how can owners holiday homeowners start to really narrow down and focus where they should be spending time on social media yeah so I guess again you need to look at who you're going to be attracting and I will reiterate the point you can't attract everyone and I always use the example of imagine your business is a stone if you throw a stone into the ocean you're going to have no impact whatsoever but if you put a stone into a glass of water that's when you really really have an impact and you start to get noticed so what you need to do is focus who you want to speak to and the platforms have very different audiences so business people they were be on LinkedIn so I would say focus all of your energy there however I would say Facebook is the absolute beast when it comes to social media and people are also always quite shocked that when I speak about niching and knowing your customer Facebook even know how many credit cards people have Facebook even know if they've got children in the household that don't share their surnames so they know if you're a step family um, they'll know if you've got birthdays coming up. I mean, literally, they know everything. So if you're not on Facebook and if you're not harnessing Facebook, I think you're really, really losing, especially in a business to customer environment. I think you're really losing that edge in terms of your marketing. Um, it depends also on what people want to do it for. I guess people who have got maybe a family focus or maybe a couple focus with a demographic of people in their 20s and 30s maybe Instagram would be brilliant because it's so image-led so if you've got somewhere that's absolutely beautiful you know always make sure you're getting your photographs on Instagram um, and the best way to turn your business from a pebble in the ocean into a pebble in in a in a glass is to make sure that you use the hashtags so on Instagram you make sure you can research the best hashtags and you'll see how many posts these hashtags have had and what hashtags are are basically search functions so anybody that's searching for a couple's holiday for instance you, they might use that search function and your image will come up so that's how to kind of use that to your advantage brilliant advice I, I'm really glad that you talked about hashtags as well because it 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 is something that you hear slung around yeah. and when you first start starting to market you're thinking what the 
what is that? Mm. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with it? Yeah, I've heard of them, but now what? Um, but yeah, if we can think of it as um, a tool to reach people who haven't yet seen your business by almost a keyword, but it's it like a cool keyword. Yeah. Yeah. So less, yeah. less in depth than if you were trying to find people on Google and the keyword research that can come with that. It's sort yeah. of a small snippet of a keyword that might be useful for your area. But that that keyword research on Instagram is very, very simple to do. And each key, each hashtag that comes up, say you're searching for, say, Worcestershire Holiday Home that comes up with a lot of a lot of photos and it will tell you exactly how many photos come up under there so you know straight away how popular that particular hashtag is and you can use a lot doesn't have to be one and you can get yeah. lots, lots of different hashtags a great tip on Instagram and on Facebook is to make sure that you always tag your location. So when you put a post on Facebook or Instagram, it'll actually say add location just above where you put the image in Instagram. And actually, that's a really great tip because Instagram will then know that you're, for instance, based in Worcestershire. And it just helps Instagram to know who to show your posts to. Um, and, and the same with Facebook. If you can give it as much information as possible, that helps then in the search results. Um, Facebook's a bit of a different animal, really, in that its algorithms and things don't necessarily show your posts to everybody that's following your page. So you do have to find some clever ways around that, I think. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Things have changed so, so much on um, on Facebook. And, and if you are already a Facebook user, you do already have a, a Facebook page for your holiday home which I definitely you definitely should yeah um, if if you already do have that you will notice that on each post that goes out the reach has gone down a lot so if you've got two to three thousand people who are actually liking your Facebook page one particular one post may go out to less than 50 now organically yeah and it's, <laughs> yeah, and it's I mean uh, it's it's fair and unfair in equal measure I think I mean Facebook although they're making billions they are a business yeah. so effectively they say hang on a minute if you're a business you can't make money off us unless we're making money off you but the great thing about advertising on Facebook is it's so cheap to do as long as you do it properly it's so cheap to do and you can do it from a pound a day and I've got a client um, we've just <laughs> we've just run a campaign for a client now we're, we've got his advert for a pound a day and he's made eight sales for from seven pounds spend um, and his average order is between probably 20 and 75 pounds so for seven pounds spend to get that amount of orders is is really really great so it it really can give great results but you can spend a lot of money if you don't do it properly um, Facebook is the ocean so if you put a pound or even 10 pound or even 100 pounds if you put 100 pound behind Facebook and you don't select your audiences it is literally just throwing 100 pound into the ocean there's billions and billions of people and you'll never make a dent so you need to make sure you set up your audiences as kind of as direct as possible um, to ensure that your money is only spent on people that you want to see your adverts and that goes back to the branding that we talked about at the beginning and who it is you're actually wanting to talk to. This is where all of that pre-work comes into its own, really. Yeah, absolutely. So if we go back to the examples we used before, if you're looking for couples to come to your holiday home, there will be a function on this on the advertising campaign for you to be able to um, target people who are recently engaged recently moved in together recently married so you will actually be able to make a campaign and I mean how how amazing would it be if somebody had just got engaged and then they saw a Facebook advert to say recently engaged question mark 10% off your first stay with us and they would just go oh my god how does it know this is amazing and it's just such a great way to be able to kind of subliminally get in front of the people that you want to get in front of with really clever wording in your advertising that is hugely valuable the way you've written you know, the way you've said that out loud for people to to start to really digest I think that's really got to the heart of how how in-depth you can actually go with Facebook and and yeah so really great imagery thank you very much indeed okay. so often owners when they have decided on their social media platform they don't really know what to post so how do you 
plan ahead do you have any suggestions on what people can actually start to post I think this is as how long's a piece of string, isn't it? Um, there's I don't know if you know of Mrs. Hinch's home on Instagram, and she's managed to get a million followers since early. I think it was May, March this year, and she wow. just updates stories of her doing her cleaning. And I mean, it's just amazing. Every night I go on there and I think, oh, I want to watch her put a dog to bed. I mean, it's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? But you do, you do. People that are interested in your industry want to see behind the scenes and I call it proximity bias because you're so close to your business you think it's boring but to other people if they can see you doing the grounds or how you make breakfast or showing that you've got a really lovely pet dog dog lovers who want to go and be in the countryside are going to absolutely love to see that on your social media so I think it's really important to not think that you're boring because you aren't. There's a market out there of people that want to see what you're getting up to behind the scenes. So um, I think just be yourself. That's the biggest the biggest thing. And a lot of people, I, I work with my clients so much on fear about being seen. So many people have fear about being seen and judgment and criticism. And, oh, my gosh, how about if someone comes on and complains? But actually what I tend to say to that is if you get a one-star review don't be scared of that you can turn it into a really amazing marketing opportunity and so if you get a one-star review and say my breakfast was cold and there were hairs in the bath you can just be like I'm so sorry we we work to give all of our guests five-star accommodation please accept our apologies and come back at a weekend of your choice for a free stay and what that will say to people is everybody's human. You know, everybody gets things wrong. Occasionally you stay in a hotel and there are hotel, there are um, hairs in the, in the bath. Um, but actually, this company have sorted it out. And that's what, you know, I would want from from a place where I went to stay. So please don't be afraid of any negatives coming through social media. Um everybody's human everybody makes mistakes it's how you handle those mistakes and actually you can turn that into a really positive real positive such such good advice and something that I've, I've said in the past to try not to be and it is so so difficult not to take it personally mm. because it's your baby it's your holiday home you've put a lot into it but truly the way that that Sonia's just explained that you can ultimately turn that round and I love the way you just said, well, everybody's human. <laughs> it's true. Everyone. And, and everybody's go, got, the, got the best intentions. Yeah. And if we go back to what we were saying before about being yourself on social media, if you're yourself on social media, and like I just used the example about watching the dog go to bed every night, I would know if I was a dog lover, I would know that I would come and stay with you because I really just want to see your dog. And if you, for instance, have people that don't like dogs or allergic to dogs, if they haven't seen any mention of that on your social media and they come and stay with you, that could potentially be a bit of a, an issue for somebody who might be allergic and didn't know that you had it so there's so many benefits to you just being yourself on social media because it does attract the right type of person and then that will then feed on to not getting negative reviews off the back of that if that makes sense because you're attracting people who know who you are and want to stay with you because of that definitely because there's nothing worse than having someone come and stay and and they have found out that it's different to what they expected. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever found yourself in that situation as a holiday homeowner, it's, it's just, it's horrible because nobody wants to be there. And, no. and, you know, that that's happened to me one time that I can remember of. And it was, it was just a horrible experience. And, uh, I actually don't even quite know how he ended up here to be perfectly honest. No. It was not what, it was just not what he was looking for at all. So it was just not a nice situation to be in. So that really, really does. No. And do you know what? You're never going to be able to please 100% of people. You're never going to be able to please 100% of people. But actually, if you are trying your best, I think that's 100% of what business is about. It's just about being yourself, doing your best. And anybody that doesn't appreciate that aren't your customers anyway. So don't worry about them. <laughs> yeah. Superb, superb advice. Now, let's have a look at if people are now starting to be themselves on social media do you have any recommendations for tools to help people manage social media so they they are spending less time putting those posts out and more time marketing or maybe caring for guests who are already further down that funnel and maybe looking to book yeah there's loads 
loads of free tools so you can take a look at Hootsuite there's also a tool called Buffer that it just depends what everybody wants them for but these are multi-post multi-platform posting uh, pl platforms so you would be able to post to LinkedIn Facebook and Instagram all at the same time although I do have to say Instagram integration is not great generally you have to post that uh, yourself via your, your mobile phone whereas the the other platforms you can schedule it so last night I scheduled a post I was um, I couldn't sleep last night so I scheduled a post to go out at half eight this morning on my Facebook so it just helps people who can't sit on Facebook at eight o'clock in the morning or six o'clock in the evening you can actually schedule them and a lot of them are free to use for you know smaller accounts so if you've only got two accounts for instance that you want to post to Hootsuite would be free I believe up to three but that just might be worth checking that yeah it sounds right to me three I'm sure it's three I think uh, it's three. three yeah both I've used both well, I use Hootsuite now D don't use Buffer quite so much anymore but both of them brilliant brilliant tools and for free well you want to be keeping your costs down wherever possible that's what it's all about definitely and and you know any anything like that I also want to mention another tool which is absolutely I love it which is IFTTT if this then that completely free you can set up a recipe on there so for example I've got it set up on my Twitter so as soon as somebody follows me they get an automatic tweet saying thank you for following the holiday let success podcast why not join our free membership area and here's the link have a great day and so every single time someone follows me they get that message and I have a, I've given them the opportunity to get involved and get hold of the free resources from the holiday let success podcast and hopefully they're a holiday homeowner and they're part of the community yeah and that's another great way to automate your marketing and it's just real simple things like that whereas actually if you had to sit there and reply to everybody that came in through your twitter you'd be spending hours and hours doing it um so actually i think that's another great automation tool isn't it to try and get as much of this admin removed as possible yeah most definitely i i could geek out on this sort of stuff for such a long time we should probably, we should probably go in a different direction now so there are some amazing tools but ifttt just once you get in there make sure you've got at least an hour and but yeah. but set a timer otherwise you'll be in there for ages just thinking i could do this i could do that it will really really grab your imagination which is which is exciting and it's so good i mean this feeds into the branding that we were going back to before and i always say consistency is key and it doesn't matter where you sit being consistent so if you're high end you need to be consistently high end if you're middle mid range you need to be consistently mid range and if you're more of a budget option you need to be consistently a budget option and that's absolutely fine you know wherever you you choose to to position your business but I think that's just such a great example of that consistency in your brand in that your brand is is very um kind of informal friendly you're always keeping in touch and actually that automation there is a real brilliant automated um, marketing tool which feeds into your brand and your values I suppose as your bit of your business yeah great stuff so someone who's just getting started I hope you've with social media marketing I hope you've got a bit of the background how to get going with branding you're figuring out your message and just looking cohesive and whatever and that is like Sonia has just described if if you're the lower end of the market and you're you want people who are traveling cheaply speak to them if it's medium speak to them if it's high end speak to them and just always be that way and then start with scheduling and automation and we've mentioned Hootsuite Buffer IFTTT and just making sure that you are consistently posting across social media it will give you a really good start to getting your business marketed on a regular basis and starting to get that flow of direct bookings which is so so important if anybody does want yes definitely if anybody does want to get start with Facebook advertising the quickest way and some of you if you might have posted already is just the boost post button which is underneath where you write your status so if you choose the boost post option you can go through the real high level um, selection process of Facebook's audience a selection tool so you can go through and choose the age the location and you can go through the real the, the more basic demographics so um, the age ranges of people whether they're couples like I said about um, 
whether they're families, whether they've got children. And that is a real good basic way. Set it a pound a day, do it for a week. And what you can do there is just see how many people are starting clicking and start building that kind of maybe get people to like your page, first of all. That might be the first and easiest way to get set up with some kind of paid social advertising. Yeah, great advice. It's it's quite a nice way in without opening up the full ad the full ads manager in the background yeah. of Facebook and just thinking I have no idea where to start no so, and I mean yes. it's so complicated and people so um you know on the on the other side of it Facebook will actually learn who likes and engages with your posts so then you can then go out and create lookalike audiences and Facebook will actually go out to the rest of the UK or wherever it is that you want it to look and actually find people with the same profiles of the people that have liked your posts so it's really really in depth and that's how you know you you really kind of target and get your real high conversions and low spends but I mean that's just that's something that I suppose unless you're really geeky and like me and like learning <laughs> about all this stuff um that's something that you probably need an agency to do <laughs> yeah definitely great advice so with all those changes that we just briefly touched on with the Facebook platform and its algorithms and how we've just started to talk about the advertising, just in your view, do you think it is paid advertising that really makes the biggest difference to owners or or businesses, small business owners? Is it is it really all got to be paid or is it just a combination of the two, the consistency, the constant message, plus a combination of the paid advertising that's really going to to start that marketing to becoming a marketing machine and the constant flow of of incoming potential guests? Um, I hate to say, but yes, unfortunately, I think it is paid advertising. Um, there's no such thing as a free lunch. However, you can be really clever about where you put your money and hopefully a few things that we've covered already try and help you, help people to see that they don't have to pay I've been working in advertising for many years I used to be in print advertising and in the days of print advertising you would put an advert in the newspaper for instance and it would go out to maybe 50,000 people of that 50,000 people you've got no idea who's going to be interested in your product but it was really uh, you didn't really have much choice nowadays it's completely different you only pay money for your exact type of customer so in that sense, why wouldn't you want to pay for advertising? Because you know you can get your business in front of people who are going to be interested. Um, it is a balance. I do try and do, so we do social media and paid paid social and pay-per-click for our clients because I do believe you get a different type of engagement it's a different platform even though it's all on Facebook I think it's different so for instance we could have a paid advert which is directing people to a website or and then we could be running a social media campaign which is free to run a competition which gets people to comment underneath and then you pick a winner so I kind of see it as two different things and two different strategies I think the engagement stuff can come off social media if you can run a competition you don't necessarily as long as you've got followers on your page you don't necessarily need to pay for that because they're quite self-generating in terms of engagement but I mean anything in terms of reach and getting your name out there I think you're definitely going to need to do some paid advertising but like I said you can start from a pound a day it doesn't have to be a huge budget brilliant advice thank you for that so let's have a look at things from the guest view because you've traveled as a guest in you've stayed in a lot of short-term accommodation um and then of course you have your background in running the the that very successful bed and breakfast over in in Malvern near the Malvern Hills also in Worcestershire what have you always found is super important as a guest traveling and then have a look at can you tell us what was always most commented on as guests coming to stay with you yeah so as we got our consistency we were quite good with our consistency so we were a converted farm but barn in a farm so we tried to make sure that our breakfasts were all locally sourced from farmers so our sausages and, and bacon and things like that so we we tried to make sure that consistency was there for people who wanted to come and stay in a converted barn on a farm they're kind of getting that whole experience so we tried to make sure that was that was um aligned all the way through I can talk about an experience that I had uh, so I go down to London I'm, I'm on a business course down in London and the hotel that our conference was that our seminar was in was near to Kensington in Chelsea so I just went on booking.com 
chose a four-star hotel in Kensington and Chelsea and just assumed that because of where it was it would be fine yeah oh my (laughs) gosh Mm. I got there it was honestly I got there I mean bearing in mind I I was up at half past four I was on the train by half past five I was in Paddington by eight o'clock and I was at my course by nine finished at five then you're battling with all your luggage across on the tubes and blah 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 so I got there and you just think, I just want to go to my room and have a shower type thing. And I yeah. got there and it looked beautiful from the outside. I mean, you know, all those houses in Chelsea with all the beautiful pillars yes. outside and Stunning the marble looking. stairs. Yeah. And it was five stories. I mean, it was beautiful. And I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And uh, I walked in and the decor inside was purple glitter and black. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so was, well, that's um, that was niche. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, so then I got to the desk and I was just kind of hot. It was the middle of the summer. So it was about 40 degrees outside and it was absolutely boiling. And um, he wouldn't let me go to my room because I didn't have a passport or driving license to prove my identity. Even though I'd given him my booking reference number, I'd showed him my emails, I'd showed him my bank card with my name on it. He wouldn't let me go. So that was just another thing. I finally got up to my room. It was on the fourth floor. There was no air conditioning and there was a window which was just tiny. I could not breathe in my room. It was so hot and they wouldn't let me move rooms. So effectively at five o'clock in the morning, I got up, had a shower, got dressed and left the hotel and walked the streets of London until nine o'clock when my course was back on. Oh, that's horrible. It was horrible and if we talk about consistency and expectation from a client's perspective from a customer's perspective I was probably wrongly maybe I should have googled them but I didn't I just went by booking.com's four star I thought they're in Kensington and Chelsea so you can't really go too far wrong and they focused on business people so I thought they would have just been set up for that very smooth streamlined efficient in a not in a horrible way but you don't really want to talk to anyone you just want to go to your room you've had a really full-on day I just that was what I was expecting and that isn't what I got um so not only then was I having to walk the streets for three hours I mean I went and got breakfast it was fine and I love London it's really beautiful and it was right by uh the Natural History Museum so I had a lovely walk around but still I mean getting up at four o'clock two mornings on the trot was not ideal because of the hotel that I was in so hopefully that kind of gives some kind of from a customer point of view um this is where the bad experiences and the bad uh, reviews come from because of that consistency isn't there yeah that that just sounds like a horrendous experience <laughs> oh sorry. my gosh that's awful <laughs> At about two o'clock in the morning I actually considered seeing if I could find like a travel lodge or something close by and just going to pay for another room somewhere else because it was just and it was so bad my skin was actually burning in my room because it was so oh. hot I mean it must have been 60 degrees up there um and yeah it was hot it was horrible and there was in this so it was only a few months ago so it's really put me off now I really try and do my um do my research and oh, yeah. I think this is something that is going to be something that I think private holiday home owners probably need to maybe focus their marketing on is making sure people know what they're getting because I I felt a little bit lied to is that the right word I I didn't yeah misled yeah I didn't feel as though they'd been massively um, transparent and actually I think if small business owners are as transparent as can be it would stop them from having these experiences from their customers I think yeah, I very much agree with that. Oh, that's a horrible way to end up in London. What a nightmare. Oh, I, know. I know, but it was lovely. I mean, the sun was coming up and I went and walked around the Natural History Museum. And, yeah. You know, people have been it, in that area. It was beautiful. Yeah, at least it was central and gorgeous, I suppose. Yeah, if you, yeah, yeah you've got to look. Beautiful Lebanese breakfast and coffee, and oh yeah, I mean it's a real hard life, isn't it? As you can tell, but um, yeah, no, I made the best of that situation. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, good, good, good. I'm glad to hear it, and yeah, all the more reason for holiday homeowners to really step it up because, and you know, offer the the alternative that hotels are offering. Oh, than what hotels are offering, yeah. yeah. And and just and just don't be scared, you know. Don't be scared to attract who you want to attract because I think this company that you know this hotel I stayed in, they they would just take anybody's money because they 
were struggling they would never get return customers because of how they were treated the first time and it just all feeds back into their trying to be everything to everybody so they're nothing to nothing to anybody um yeah yeah, so that's yeah better way to just be yourself and make sure you're getting the right people through definitely great advice thank you I'm glad we we looked at that and bit horrible <laughs> that it turned out so bad but then like you say you turned it around because I know you're yeah. a very positive person so that's <laughs> really good so I know that just starting to close now I think we've we've covered so so much listeners are probably minds are going to be absolutely boggling which is great you can always reach out uh, as a holiday homeowner a listener to myself hlspod.com forward slash love mondays and you'll be able to to get hold of myself and sonia's going to tell us how you can get hold of her and of course we've got i've got lots and lots of downloads that that do support a lot of the things that we we have talked about today available inside the the membership area but i also know that sonia has actually in the middle or just completed an online mini course that would be really useful for listeners who've just gone through everything that we've been talking about today and can you tell us how how owners can get hold of that Sonia and and what it'll do for them yeah it's being built at the moment so um we're it's it's basically structured but it will be coming soon but what they can do is if we can I don't know if you can put a link but we've got a landing a landing page where uh, you can drop your email in and we'll let you know as soon as that's available but effectively it will be five mini modules which cover our five-step model so situate communicate automate liberate and elevate so we will talk about everything that we've been talking about how to situate yourself and talk to your ideal customers how to communicate that online and how to structure your website and your um, facebook advertising some basic automations and there's, there'll be a free funnel in there as well um, and then again how to liberate and elevate your business in terms of using psychometrics and and your strengths in terms of your personalities to be able to um, place yourselves and your teams into the right into the right roles to suit them so that's going to be there's going to be a free version there's also going to be a six-week version which is a paid for version and then there's going to be an ongoing 12-month module where people can grow their businesses over 12 months so it's being built at the moment it's um so yeah if anybody wants to drop their email in there or we can put the link to the landing page then i will happily send that across to people definitely i think by the time this podcast is aired by the time people are listening i think it'll be be well and truly live. well and truly live yeah most definitely so if i was to direct people to come and visit you on your website they'll be able to put their contact details from there yep definitely it's we are love mondays.co.uk forward slash coming soon excellent that is perfect thank you thank you thank you it's been so interesting and i do hope that people listening I know that people listening are are faithful holiday homeowners will have taken so so much from this episode it's been absolutely huge so thank you very very much Sonia it's been a real pleasure to chat to you yeah thanks for having me on and we always do free business growth tips and all sorts of stuff on my LinkedIn and social media so if anybody wants to follow us on there there's always something on there that you can download and free advice and things so that might help too yeah I completely agree she's got some great stuff out there so definitely find Sonia and uh, keep listening and keep giving us feedback on what you want to hear on the podcast and we will head out there and find it for you as I have done with Sonia marketing yes (laughs) thank you (laughs) all right Sonia thank you so much again and we will speak to you again soon have a great day bye thanks Elaine Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Holiday Let Success podcast. But remember, it doesn't need to end here. Find us on Facebook at the Holiday Let Success podcast community, where you can join a group of like-minded, proactive holiday homeowners just like you. And don't forget to check out the website, hlspod.com, where you can join the HLS Learning Hub, our free membership site, where you get access to all of the free resources that'll help you towards your holiday let success. Bye for now.